This is Update One, the podcast of the National Press Club in Washington, D.C. Update One provides a forum for listeners to learn about national and international stories, focusing on journalism and communication issues, news and politics. Now, the latest edition of Update One. Welcome. I'm Mike Hempen, a co-vice chair of the Broadcast Podcast Committee here at the National Press Club. I'm also a supervisor at the Associated Press. Press freedom is one of the major issues we focus on here at the National Press Club, and that's the focus of this podcast, specifically the plight of Austin Tice, a journalist who was taken hostage in Syria in August of 2012. Joining me to talk about his situation, the executive director of the National Press Club, Bill McCarran, and Austin's parents, Mark Tice and Deborah Tice. And Bill, I'll start with you. When you talk about press freedom, that's really central to the press club's mission. That's what the press club is all about. It is, Mike. And um, and what that means has changed over time. Uh, There was a time when the press club's idea of uh, getting involved in a press freedom case was to issue a statement, which is always a good idea and something we still do. And that would have an effect uh, sometimes. But uh, we now are in a, uh, a world and in a time when more needs to be done and we have to use other tactics and techniques to try to help ensure the safety or restore the uh, freedom of journalists who are working around the world and in harm's way. A night out for Austin coming up on May 2nd. I know the press club heavily involved. How did that develop? We first uh, recognized uh, Austin publicly uh, in ways other than statements by giving him our uh, John Obishan Press Freedom Award in 2015. I think that might have been the first time I met the Tices, although I'm not. It could have been before that. Um, they were here uh, to accept the, the honor. And... Um, We've continued to watch the case. It's a. It's been a difficult one for them, of course. It's been a difficult one for for us to try to figure out how to help. In this case, there's no known address of the of the of the people who are holding them. We think we know who who who's responsible, um, but it's 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 unlike other cases. Um, uh, and so we and they have been trying to do w- what we can in a difficult in a difficult situation. We met just recently in in August when um, there was a great event to recognize Austin's photography that was here at the press club. And uh, I think at that time I uh, t- talked to them a little bit about an idea where we might use restaurants and 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 the public to try to get raise awareness of Austin, raise some, some money. And uh, they were, they were, I think, immediately interested. I can, they can talk to you about that. And then through their help, we, we made some connections that we needed to make to ensure that this was done in a, a, a proper and constructive way. And uh, it grew from there. We thought initially we could know we could deliver our restaurants. We wondered about other, if other people would be involved. And, you know, now we're at, uh, nearly 40 restaurants in uh, eight states and the and the district, and um, we're a month a month out, and we think that's going to be a, a much bigger number. A lot of advertising is starting now, so uh, we think there's some great opportunities, and 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 there's been good public awareness. There's been news coverage. There have been other things that maybe the Tices want to talk about too that have been um, 
that have happened just because uh, we're making an effort and people feel involved. And I think that's really, for, for, for us, that's a really valuable thing. Mark and Deborah, what was your reaction when you heard about this effort? Oh, my goodness. Um, first of all, I just want to say that Bill McCarran has been such a breath of fresh air for us, so uplifting. Um, we've had a great team of people helping us with crisis communications and public relations, teaching me how to engage with the media. And um, But, you know, we had just kind of gotten in our box of not really knowing what to do, not really having any fresh ideas about how to keep Austin um, at the forefront of people's minds and more of that daily um, reminder that he is still captive. And so when Bill came up with this idea, which when he says it, it becomes, you know, something that you say, why didn't we think of that before, right? And um, so anyway, we were immediately just so excited about it. And um, one of the great things that Bill also brings to us is, um, I have this idea. What do you think? And, you know, for us, it's just yes or no. And then he's like, okay, you know, now I'm going to take care of it. And it's just wonderful for us because we feel that our plate's pretty full. And um, so for him to just take the ball and run with it is fabulous. It really is. And, and all the other efforts that he's done around that has already made so much difference. We're very excited about Night Out. And you're very optimistic that this will be a major success. Absolutely. And, you know, Bill alluded to it, uh, that just in the buildup to it and in the in the process of, of making it happen, uh, already awareness is being spread. Uh, we, we see restaurants signing up that none of us and no one we know has ever talked to. And yet the fact that the, the information was out there that this is happening grabbed them and compelled them to participate. So, I mean, that's just, that's just amazing. It's something, and, and Deborah said this uh, to someone else, that you know, we've spent over six and a half years doing dozens and dozens of interviews in all kinds of media and all kinds of places in different countries, uh, you know, given all kinds of interviews, TV, radio, print. And we regularly run into people, even people from our past, you know, former friends or neighbors that say, oh my gosh, I just found out about Austin. And it, it's it's just so difficult to get that awareness. But this effort uh, is already yielding good fruit from that perspective. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're absolutely thrilled about it. And I know, Bill, it's not too late for people to get involved. I know. Thank you for mentioning that. So there's a website, uh, nightoutforaustin.com. And on that website, restaurants can learn uh, what to do to participate. There's a, there's a pledge form. There's background information. There's an invitation letter. There's all kinds of materials now that they can download to promote the event at their, at their restaurants uh, when they get to that phase. And um, so diners also can use this uh, website to find out 
how far from their zip code is the closest restaurant and what they serve and go right to the websites of those restaurants and they can they can make a reservation right there if they want to so it's a uh, yeah, there, there's a there's a great opportunity uh, for everyone to to be involved. What we're now doing is trying to get some of the pieces of Austin's very interesting resume to come up in the form of the institutions that he that he worked with in his life, and use those institutions and their networks to fill up uh, the restaurants and spread the word. So. We had Georgetown students who are going to be canvassing Georgetown, and the university is very behind this. Austin is a graduate of the Walsh School. He was he went to the law school. Was on his way to be a, become a lawyer from Georgetown. So there's that aspect. We had the Eagle Scouts of America. Austin was because he was an Eagle Scout, and so he has all those great qualities. But the Eagle Scouts have their own network, and um, one of the great things that they said was. That, uh, yes, they're going to go to the restaurants, but if there's a, a part of the world, the country where there isn't a restaurant, the Eagle Scouts are going to recruit a restaurant from that neighborhood to try to bring that on board. So anywhere you look uh, in, in Austin's life, there are, there are groups of people that want to help. And so what this project does is it just empowers them to go be part of something that's you know bigger than themselves and try to put together you know, a really big and successful event that will raise awareness, raise some money, and bring attention to this very important case. Austin's the only American journalist being held overseas right now. There are other Americans that are being held. But, you know, when the press club gets involved in this, part of our reason is this is our, our guy. This is a journalist. Well, Georgetown feels like he's their guy. And the Eagle Scouts feel like he's their guy. And Texans feel like he's their guy. You know, and you're getting to be a pretty big world right there. And I know you said these efforts have, have gone to other countries. You have, you have done interviews in, uh, in other countries. He's being held in Syria. I lived in Syria for three and a half months in 2014, walking around with pictures of Austin and searching for him and speaking with Syrian officials who would meet with me. And then I was able to go back in 2015 but 2016, 17, and 18, we did not receive a response to our request for a visa. Obviously, we we would like to go back to Damascus and you know be in the country and near the place, frankly, where Austin was detained and where you know we are sure he's being held now. Um, since since we can't, since we're not allowed, uh, not not given uh, visas to enter the country, uh, we still go to the region. We we go to Beirut. Uh, we were there in December. We had a press conference. You know, not only do we want to be close to where Austin is, but we also want our message, our love for our son, our desire to have him home, uh, to be out on the airwaves and in print. In Syria, in in the region, uh, we want the people that are holding him to know that there's nobody's gaining anything from his continued detention. Uh, he needs to be released, and we also want him to feel as closely as possible that we and so many others, like the Press Club, like the Women Chef and Restaurateurs, Eagle Scouts, 
Marine, the Marine, U.S. Marines, Georgetown, uh, and literally thousands of other people are pulling for him and praying for him and wanting him to come home. We do want to talk about how much we appreciate the Secretary of State hosted at the State Department families of detained and and also families uh, who's, who had had previously, you know, and their loved ones are home or um, their loved ones are not not ever going to come home. So um, there were all kinds of families that have been through this there. This is completely unprecedented. So for him to to so definitively and boldly say this administration is committed that Americans will not be held captive by foreign governments or rogue players, we're not going to stand for that. That's a very strong message. That's a strong commitment. Robert O'Brien is the current special presidential envoy for hostage affairs, and uh, he has the full backing of this administration to, I like to use the word, I don't even know if it's a verb, to envoy and um, go where he needs to go to bring Americans home. And so we just really appreciate that very public, in no way nuanced, you know, a, a strong statement that this administration wants to bring Americans home. You know, that's another element that the night out and other awareness efforts bring to us and to Austin. It's important for those in the United States government that are working to try to bring Austin home to know that it's something that is wanted, is appreciated, that, that the American public is aware of and desiring, you know, their citizens to come home. And this kind of event, and especially here in the district, with the publicity, the the beautiful full-page ad that we saw when we arrived here on Monday of this week in the Washington Post, uh, those kind of things provide support, encouragement, and confirmation to people like Secretary Pompeo, to President Trump. Uh, Robert O'Brien, others that are critical to this effort, that what they're doing is important and they need to work at it as hard as they can. So just just another benefit of this kind of effort. Bill, any final thoughts? It's an, been an honor throughout this whole uh, process to learn about Austin from uh, Mark and Deborah and uh, to work with them um, and hopefully to be doing some good. I think um, the, the more you know about Austin, the more compelling uh, it is that we do everything we can to return him to his parents and to his extensive uh, family and to uh, all of his friends in all these various parts of his life. Um, he's, a, he's a fascinating uh, person that we need back. And um, this, this uh, injustice, if it were one day, would be too long. And uh, this, is a, this is a top priority for the press club. It's, um, we're grateful that it sounds like it's becoming a real top priority for the government. And uh, we know it's, a, it's 
of course, the top priority for his family. And real quickly, once again, if people want to get involved, they still can with the Night Out for Austin. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, happy to have them. Uh, happy to have them join us. Uh, restaurants, don't worry if you're a small restaurant. We, we love the small restaurants. Uh, we just got a call. Mark was talking about this. We got a call from a Goodlett's Barbecue in uh, Springfield, South Carolina, at the, at the end of his uh, shift on a Saturday night after he finished his work and helped everybody finish the dishes, I'm sure, uh, he sat down at the computer and signed up for, you know, giving a percentage of his revenue to this, try to get this uh, American citizen, this journalist home. And uh, that's, that's what this is about. It's about connecting with people that uh, we would never meet otherwise that are not reading the New York Times or the Washington Post and that um, uh, want to help. He's, as far as they're concerned, this is their guy and they want to help. So that's what the project is about. All restaurants can be part of it. All owners can be part of it. Um, and everyone can go to dinner. That's the great thing. This is something everyone can do. And we've got some great restaurants for you to visit. That'll do it for this edition of Update One. We thank the guests, Bill McCarran, the executive director of the National Press Club, and Mark Tice and Deborah Tice, the parents of Austin Tice. A night out for Austin Tice coming up on May 2nd. Still time to get involved. I'm Mike Hempen. Thanks for listening. Update One is a production of the National Press Club's Broadcast Podcast Committee. You can comment on this podcast or any episode of Update One by sending an email to Update One Podcast. That's update the number one podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to Update One.